you for your Thank service. You for your Thank you for your service. My favorite, one of my favorite alien movies is Alien Resurrection. Like what the? <laughs> no, you're gonna leave it in. I'm waiting for Anthony to come out <laughs> killing a disturbance in the forest. <laughs> It's a mutual agreement, so at that point in time, we would have to look at statistics. Okay, well, Dude. when Deadpool shows up in Spider-Man, then I expect him to be called Wade. You didn't moan this time. That is a very good point. You know, I was, I was talking to Heather, and I did a random moan, because I was talking about an episode. She's like, why did you do that? I'm like, because Sven wasn't here, and he couldn't. Yeah. Spread my influence across the stars. <laughs> Something wrong with you all. Uh, so yeah, welcome to What an Oddcast. I guess that's how the show's gonna start. Well, uh, congratulations everyone. Welcome to anyone who actually listens to this fucking thing. Um, we're doing another Hanna-Barbera bracket. We're on number four. Four out of five. It'll I'm be already nice tired. I'm congratulating myself for listening back to this episode, so thank you for that, Jared. Yeah. Um, before we get in, yeah. I, I gotta talk about something. Uh, yes, uh, before you do that... Uh, hashtag thank you for your service, Jeremy. We miss you, and we hope you can come back soon. Full recovery. Um, so Saturday. Yeah. Sunday. Saturday was a day that went down in history in my household. Um, I was over Saturday for a little while, so you were. Is this before or um, after? <laughs> Actually, I'm glad you asked. So. Heather like, I'm not, just I'm finished not. working out, and you know she 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 showered, and you know we were getting yeah. into sexy time. Ooh, and, um, you know, yeah, no, it was just about the starts and all that, and and then we heard something, and it was a car door, <laughs> and then Heather said. That can't be fucking Mike. <laughs> it's 2.17 at this point. And I got up. I was still dressed. Heather was fresh out of the shower, so she was naked. And I got my ass over to the window. Look outside. I'm like, oh, look, it's Mike. You guys. And the door is locked, so I have to fucking go downstairs. <laughs> You could have texted me. You could have told me just to wait in the Jeep for a little while. I would have been fine. The mood is ruined. Then Mike walked in. He's like, I wasn't. Did I, did I interrupt anything? I said, no, no, no. And just had her upstairs. Yes. <laughs> so, Mike, I know that we no longer work together, you, Jared, and I. You don't need to cock block me anymore. <laughs> in your own house. In your day. own home, cock blocked by Mike. Congratulations, Mike. You should blame Heather for that. She said be there between two and three. She could have easily texted me at any time. It's, hey, you know, there's fair points coming from no. both sides. I don't care. I just thought it was. Yeah, she got more upset than I did. It's great. It's pretty good. So we're three minutes it, in, it, and it, I it, totally it. forgot to even do uh, an introduction. Uh, uh, Jared Menekheim, Anthony Denny, Michael Kennedy, Hello. and with us, uh, guest starring once again, Sven. So we're going to get bigger numbers again. Yeah. Oh, is that true? <laughs> yeah. One more it's person. Probably all the, numbers. It's math. Probably all the FBI people looking for me. Both banner. <laughs> oh, which banner? Which banner do you want me to put up? 
It we just threw one to remind me to keep my mouth silenced because we are a politics-free podcast. Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, Oddcast Network, politics-free always, uh, but Cthulhu Save Us and Donkey Kong 2024. I like how President. You, you've changed the year. Because <laughs> it was Donkey Kong 2020 <laughs> for the longest time, and now it's 2024, and I appreciate your... Your addition, your alteration. Well, he lost 2020, so, you know, we got to move on uh, to bigger, better things. By the way, Bad Dragon, please sponsor us. Yes, please. I will, I will buy a sex toy, and I don't even, I don't, I would mount it on the wall. I can't mount it behind <laughs> me, because this is also where I keep my work computer. And as you can see, <laughs> I don't want to have a giant dildo in my work camera. <laughs> If you sponsor them, I'll review it. Hey, well, there we go. We got a guy who we got somebody that'll review it. He may be a guy or a girl. You don't know. Anyway, so moving on. Um, so before we get into the bracket, we have something that we need to get out because uh, we were already starting to break down about it before we started. Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, so I kept telling them that, it, oh, guys, it's not that bad. It was really just so that they'd fucking watch it. And now that they have, I feel so <laughs> liberated in being able to talk about this fucking movie. Uh, so first off, why don't we start with the news headline of that it's already down super badly in the box office. It has made, like, no fucking money back. Uh, it's gotten review bombed pretty hard. Which is all for good reason. Uh, gentlemen, why don't you give me your thoughts, since it's fresh in your mind. No. I want to say because I know that Mike will overshadow whatever I say. So I just want to step in before he, he, he talks. Um, like I told Sven on the way uh, back home, um, I consider myself a very, like, I'm a movie guy. I love going to the movies. I love watching yeah. movies. I will watch shitty movies and enjoy them. I had a bad time watching this movie. And I liked, like, Rise of Skywalker. I sat through bad movies and I liked them. <laughs> this one, I got issues with pacing, characters, a villain, the motivation for the villain. Okay. But um, I think that if anyone be. can say it best, it would be um, one Mr. Kennedy. So, Mike, uh, please oh, Mr. take Kennedy, it away. Uh, please, Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, please. So we start off the beginning <laughs> title card monologue over about bullshit Amazonian Olympics. Not sure why, because I'm pretty sure in the first movie, pretty sure in the first movie, she wasn't allowed to compete in any of this. And this is both a sequel and a prequel at the same time. So I don't know if this was maybe after it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. But then like, this child, I realize that she's like a goddess, is just kicking the shit out of all her competition until she gets cocky, right? First lesson of the movie, don't get cocky. Gets cocky, looks behind her, and gets knocked off her horse with a, with a tree branch, yeah, and then tries to cheat. And as no. – go ahead. I wouldn't say she really tried to cheat. I think yeah, she just I tried was... to get back to her horse. Yeah, she's, I agree. Yeah, she was trying to get back to her horse, but she skips a checkpoint, and everybody has to hit a checkpoint before they move on. She misses one because she gets knocked off. Goes down. Can this, I just like, say, gutter? I don't even know what the fuck that was. 
the yeah the checkpoints the coolest part of the movie just just gonna so anyway so anyway as she's about to win the competition yeah as she's about to win the competition she doesn't get to win the competition because the lesbian lover of the queen i assume right that was established yes the great warrior i i don't remember it's been such a long time ants but stops her yeah yeah it is right stops her Stops her from winning and pulls her off to the side while this mm-hmm. child is crying and says it's unfair. And she goes, no, you cheated and you're not ready to win. And so like, yep. so we have three lessons already in this movie that are never going to come back. Wait, don't, I think we have four lessons as well. We no, have don't get cocky. Don't cheat. Uh, and you're not ready to win. What's the fourth one? Um, if you run on the horse, if you run on land, it's faster than running yes. through. Yes, and if you run on land than trying to run through water on a horse. It's faster. Because she right. has this great lead, and then suddenly they're all caught up. Because she decides to run through the water while everyone's like, no, we're going to run on land. <clears throat> so. That's the first 10 minutes, people. That, that's the first 10 minutes that I didn't need. I didn't need any of that because none of it comes back into it, fruition I, like I agree. if you would have it was a pointless like the golden opening. armor or anything there or anything that actually pertains to it or the fact that you can make stuff invisible just by thinking that yeah, no, how did you guys I mean, like that just random oh, power reveal like never used oh, before never oh, hinted at before and just magically she knows how to make things no. invisible what the oh, fuck no. This is a prequel to Justice League. So they got the invisible. She has a jet. And of she course. Does. First off, the man from the 1910s can fly a jet. Yeah, you know, that was that another was problem, problem I had, oh. is that it was a, a, a more modern-aged style jet. And this dude hasn't flown anything since World War II. One. Where did he no, learn one. the piloting mechanics of a jet? It's the same way she learned how to fly. You just kind of go with the wind and no. the breeze. Oh, bullshit. You're not going anywhere. I'm pretty sure that fighter jets don't sit side by side. I have, I mean, I'm not a military expert, but I'm pretty well, sure you military don't expert isn't here, so I don't know. Yeah, fuck. We need to tweet at him or something to get this shit but, figured but, out. But He doesn't have it. No, how would she page. make the invisible jet? If she just starts waving her hands together. Yes. She tries to do a Kamehameha, but instead of like energy, Kame, it's invisible. Kame invisible. Kamehameha? Kamehameha? Yeah. Yeah, but he's said that. Kamehameha? So, I, can, we, can we talk about Kristen Wiig? I mean, we so, can. I, I, I want to talk about that. Okay, I have some opinions. I feel like we need to do a special about this because we. I feel like we could talk for the whole hour about this. We're fine. fine. We're, we're, we're only it. 10 minutes here. I'm fine. I just want to say, personally, I think Kristen Wiig could have pulled off that character if they hadn't have tried to also cram another goddamn villain in there, but also just the shit way that they wrote it. Like, they just didn't have a good movie. Like, they had somebody who acted like anytime I saw her doing something, I kind of enjoyed her being the villain, but then it was immediately yeah. overshadowed by shitty, like, story writing and another villain that popped or, in and overshadowed her my, completely. And I'm like, this is, my this problem is really with disappointing. Kristen Wiig is. Kristen Wiig is a very attractive woman. Eh. I, mean, I mean, she's an attractive. Come on, Mike. Shut, shut up. You gotta shut really up. He's not. attractive. Shut the fuck up. Um, 
And they, yeah, they do the thing where like they put on the goofy glasses, they ruffle up her hair, put her in baggy clothes. She's like, wow, this is a hideous woman that no man would look at. Yeah. Okay, so and then she gets confident. See, that's what I mean, sexy. though. It's sloppy. I hate that shit. It's sloppy writing. It feels like the writing was written by, and this is spoiler for everyone, but the child of the second bad guy, it feels like he wrote this whole fucking movie because it makes absolutely no goddamn sense. Like, even when you get Hang to the on. end... My problem maybe with the end. Did. <laughs> maybe that was his wish <laughs> to make this movie. And because he didn't renounce it, this is the shit we got. <sighs> I cracked the case. God figured it out, guys. So a point that I have uh, for the end of the movie, I told Anthony, if he was the wishing stone and he renounced it to be normal... I don't, I have so many problems with that because I feel like, number one, if the wishing rock had to be destroyed, then if you renounce it, I feel like being a monkey paw, you'd automatically probably have to die because you are that thing now. There is no just renouncing yeah, a wish and you're not there anymore. That was bullshit. <laughs> like, just straight you up. Think that was bullshit? <laughs> such like a five-year-old wrote this as a moral story. Of, like, I feel bad. I'm going to change and save my son. Like, no, that is not how that works. <laughs> My, my favorite part of the whole movie was probably when Chris Pine comes, like when he's getting dressed and trying out all the different outfits. I think that's the best part of the movie because he's having that so much fun. Didn't even fit in this movie. That is that is something it where like it's a fun scene, but it doesn't fit the movie at all. It's it's just a random comedy out. break. You can cut out an hour of this movie. It's a two and a half hour movie, son. Yeah, they they pulled an Aquaman. They tried to add two villains they and they didn't need to, but it was sloppier writing. So at the same time, they spent like, five minutes flying through fireworks and above fireworks. Uh, also, and my last fireworks. point: no weakest god armor I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Right? Like, right? what was the point of that armor? It did absolutely okay, so. fucking nothing. <laughs> Hang on. I have the explanation for this. Uh, Sell more toys. And it goes towards Amazonian myth, right? So the Amazons gave up their armor to to protect this one person who I can't fucking remember her name. Uh, Uh, I I don't remember her name in the series, but I know she's the original Wonder Woman. And she's coming back. Very similar to the villain's son's name. They're both like Estrid Estrid or something. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But because... Estrid. Yeah. Sure. Can I make my point? You're going to keep fucking thinking of A names. Astrid. Yeah. Avocado. I hate you both. Fuck. Astrocam. So the the armor protects you against men. But because Cheetah is technically a chick with the same powers of an Amazon, it, it doesn't work. I have so, so. many problems with this. I have so, th- th- that movie was terrible. Uh, I'm glad you guys can agree with me here that it was just it's. Not oh, I had a terrible. good time. I had a good t- time. I can't wait for Justice League. Yeah, the Snyder oh, Cut's going to be Snyder fantastic. Cut, you mean that we're going to get begin it soon? Um, oh, also, uh, I covered this on uh, FWNR over uh, over the weekend. Uh, but it was something that probably <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong uh, may not be coming out this year. Uh, Legendary oh, uh, is in the middle of a dispute with Warner Brothers, which is directly because of Wonder Woman 84, because it bombed at the box office. They're like, hey, 
we don't want our movie on the HBO Max thing because we're seeing already everyone already fucking has HBO Max. So we're not going to make any money here. So they're in a legal battle and they're fighting when it, e- when it can even come out now. Wonder Woman 84. Everyone wants to see fucking Godzilla fight King motherfucking Kong. Yeah, so they're fighting him um, because uh, they won't take back that they're going to put it on HBO Max. Uh, so they're fighting him on when it will actually come out now. So that's the thing. King Kong, he got shit on me. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so, guys, you ready for the bracket? You guys ready to talk about cartoons and feel good about yourself and then hate it again? Yep. Yes. I'm sorry. I don't know if Sen is joking here, but what that that King Kong would win that fight? No, King Kong would not win that fight. He got bigger. Why? He is the same. Atomic laser breath. Yeah. Yes, but Kong is monkey. Godzilla can melt buildings. Have you ever seen a lizard fight a chimpanzee and win? I've never seen a, an appropriately sized chimp fight a lizard. Nile monster lizard, chimpanzee, chimp wins. I'm thinking more like. Fuck, God, what are they fucking called? Kong now? Komodo, dragon. Komodo dragon chimpanzee. I feel like that's on the closer stand there. All right, I see your point. Well, I mean, they have said that Kong is now gonna is gonna be full grown for that one, and that he'll be the same size as Godzilla. So we'll see how that goes. Dude, imagine this. Sh- I'm, I'm sad that they deleted his dong. I would I would love to see big old swinging. All right, dong. so moving on, guys. Uh, so the bracket today, we've got quite a few contenders. Uh, <laughs> first up, we're gonna go over this one uh, because it's gonna be the easiest one, and I guarantee fucking to it. Goober and <laughs> the Ghost Chasers versus Adams Family. Welcome to the Adams family. Do, do we so we're really start need with to put this to a vote? <laughs> yeah, yes, we do. we do. We have to go over it. We have to be fair to everyone. So, Goober and the Ghost Chasers here. Uh, created by Charles A. Nichols, produced by Hanna-Barbera. Uh, 73 to 75. Uh, one season, 16 episodes. Uh, it was an Australian-produced show uh, by Eric Porter Studios. 1974, they also had a King Sealy lunchbox and thermos. Uh, and it was also on Wonder Bread trading cards in 1974 as well with Goober and the gang. Uh, but it's Scooby-Doo. It's Scooby-Doo with a bluish-looking dog and with a hat. It's Goober and the Ghost Chasers! Guest-starring Will Chamberlain! It looks Scooby-Doo. like Scooby-Doo, but someone was trying to draw from memory. Yes. And for yes. some reason, they made Vilma a guy. I love this already. <laughs> but it, but it is like exactly like Scooby-Doo. Dog needs to be put down. He looks like he smokes wow. everything that Shaq is talking about smoking. He looks like he's going to keel over because he is so skinny. This dog needs a sandwich and some... Why don't you describe the dog to people? It is a sickly... Skeletally sized, um, he's also got a weird green. Shade of, yeah, let's say a weird shade of green on him for no reason. Yeah, wearing a beanie or ski hat. It, Michael, if, do you have any Jay... No, I hate this. <laughs> I'm not like guys, I'm really sick of Scooby Doo knockoffs. Like, just like I'm, I'm gonna give it a zero. 
or a five just to make sure it doesn't get to the next fucking round so we don't have 12 fucking Scooby-Doo's in the fucking Hanna-Barbera bracket like Jared already said there was gonna be. If there will be... Jay from Jay and Silent Bob could be a dog, it would be this dog. Oh my god. No, that's disrespecting Jay. That's disrespecting Jay. It it is. I hate Goober, uh, but I love Jay. So first off, let me just say, there will be two Scooby-Doo's no matter what. There will be with the wild card that's here today versus the 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo in the finale. So anyway, let's move on to Adam's family, shall we? Uh, Which actually connects to one of the Scooby-Doo's we'll talk about today. So Adam's family. Scooby-Doo's. We'll get to it. Uh, Adams Family, we got uh, created by Charles Adams and David Levy. Uh, first, the original one was run in 1973, had one season, 16 episodes, pretty normal. <clears throat> so here we go. Jackie Coogan and Ted Cassidy, who played uh, Uncle Fester and Lurch, uh, respectively, also voiced their animated counterparts. Uh, so, And for those of you, that was the Adam Family in the 60s. These guys came back to this question. one. So when he, you mean when Lurch voiced it, he just came back and went, uh, Well, they, they tried to get uh, a lot of, like, they tried to get who they could as original voice work uh, for the characters to make it an animated feature. Uh, but here, get this. The 11-year-old Jody Foster voiced Pugsley in the 1973 version. Um, also, here's a, weird thing. Going with that. here's a weird thing as a, not, uh, a, a thing that bothered me with the uh, 1973, cause I actually had to look it up to even get a feel for it. The theme song had no lyrics or snaps in it. They just had like the basic chords and that was like the opening and then it got into the show. So it already just kind of killed it for me with this version. Anyway, uh, but here's how it connects to Scooby-Doo. Uh, they first appeared on the new Scooby-Doo movie show, something we'll talk about later today. Uh, for a episode about Wednesday Missing, uh, which then later spawned this series into its own thing, uh, it also introduced the Adams Family pets. So, Allie the Alligator, uh, Aucho the Octopus, Mr. B the Vulture, Kitty Cat the Lion. Uh, so, there was that. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. It only lasted that one oh, season, okay. so it didn't last very long. Uh, in 1992, Hanna-Barbera steps in. Uh, and they bring it back completely. They completely revamp it in the 90s thanks to the live movies. I think we all know the live-action Adams Family movies. Uh, it comes Best back movies. for two seasons, 21 episodes. Uh, the movies came out in 1991. Just as a reference, so a year later, they got a series off the ground. Uh, the characters were updated graphically. Theme was uh, redone with a vocal track, so the 90s one actually has the lyrics and snaps to it. They're creepy and they're creepy. Mysterious and spooky. They're all together rookie. Uh, and also, as an added bonus, uh, Gomez uh, was voiced by John Austin, who once again played Gomez in the 1960s show. So they once again got somebody originally uh, voicing character to come back. That's Adam's family, but Adam's family is very basic. It's a creepy family that has little misadventures and creepy little things, and it's all innocent for kids and whatnot. Uh, somewhat, The though, 2018 the kids are movie was really good. I haven't seen that one. It's actually really good. I, I haven't seen the new one either. 
I do recommend it if you have like if you have like an hour and a half of just like time you need to chill and not real pay attention to a movie, but has some heartwarming messages. So here's the thing: Do you want to vote between the two, or do we just want to go with the obvious I winner? I think. I think I mean, with our Wonder Woman twenty minutes, I think we can afford to not. Okay, so we're just gonna say Adam's family moves forward because there's no way in fuck I'm voting for Goober. But I mean, I mean, I mean, we still got to give it a score, right? Because no, I guess at the very end we vote for what we like the best. It doesn't fucking matter. Tell you yeah, what, give me your family, score. It, give me, give me your score for Adam's family at least, so I can because I actually have been factoring those in oh, uh, with the finals. It's a fucking twenty. I fucking love the Adams Five family. The board, gotcha. I have across the board. I mean, the characters are great. Fucking Tested Time is amazing. The animation style, it's had four different iterations of animation style. You can't go wrong with it. And then uh, comedy, I mean, it's a horror comedy. Like, you can't, I mean, that's two that's great true. things. So. I agree there. And I agree with Mike. 20 all the way. Um, main uh, The animation style, like Mike said, is great. I also like how it follows the original comic style, which is why Gomez looks so like weird looking. I know that yeah. came up controversy when the, the new Adam's Family came out. People were like, oh, wow, what? They all look gross. Like, that's what they look like. That's what they're supposed like to look like. like. They're kind of gross things. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. And it's like, like uh... test time, you know, you say da-da-da-da, everyone was snapped. I don't. I don't want to spoil anything, but for the new movie that came out last year, or the year before that, right? Their butler Lurch, right, is actually um, in the cartoon. He's he's being transported to a mental institution, and like it hits a bump and he falls out the back, and then they run over him and they bring him home and nurse him back to health, and then he's their butler. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, uh, it's I'm not great. This movie yeah, it's great movie. Oh, you saw it? I saw it. Oh. It's a good see. It's a good movie. <laughs> I'm gonna have to yeah. check it out now. Uh, Sven, are you giving this uh, all fives a, a perfect twenty as well? You know I am. <laughs> you know Sven is very particular and subjective about his numbering. He doesn't just say whatever he whatever anyone else said. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, so Adam's family moves forward. Uh, that's pretty obvious. Uh, I feel like I can only say that because I have a weapon to my right and Sven does not. Just go take two of the swords off of the back wall. You'll be fine. I have a lamp. I have an axe. But it's like a fake axe. It was still hurt at least one time. Yeah. <laughs> I think it hurt more than once. Unless you knock me out and I can't feel the rest of it. Like it will hurt at least once if it does not shatter immediately upon being hit. Alright, so moving on. I, okay. <clears throat> Oh, wait, someone's going to say something rude. I just, reviewing Goober and the Ghost Chasers, (laughs) I have to say this. I have to. Oh, please. First time I've ever laid my eyes on this. The uh, the main character, Ted, well, (laughs) the main male character, Ted. Yeah. First off, I can see no reason why you think this is a Scooby-Doo knockoff. But he looks like someone who was too obsessed with Prince. Uh, and that's where the outfit comes from. It is a legitimate Scooby-Doo ripoff because it's a it's a dog, a group of teenagers running around solving mysteries of ghosts and goblins and shit. That's Scooby-Doo. They I just think com- Jared takes too the, literally. They do the same thing with Jabberjaw, Speed Buggy, 
so on and so forth. That's why they all only last like a season is because you already have Scooby-Doo, but they just continue to just copy paste the same idea and then add a new twit. Sorry, quote unquote, new twist. But it's the same fucking thing. They're still just like solving mysteries and there's a ghost or some shit involved. Like it's the same basic formula and they do it for every fucking show. I'm sorry, Hanna-Barbera, but that's all you did. Like, you just took the same ideas and spawned, like, eight million other ideas off that one. That's kind of, that was their whole bread and butter. You, anyway, you we're moving on. We're, I'm not taking it back. Goober's dead. <laughs> you take a look at Gilly's character design and tell me they're not 34 years old. You know, that's fair. <laughs> He's not wrong. I don't know which one's Gilly. I agree. Anyway, so the next bracket, uh, the next lineup here, we have uh, the variety show mashup. We got Peter Potamus going against McGilly Gorilla. Uh, they're going against each other because they were paired side by side when they first aired, and they were both just a car- cartoon variety show. So they both the same thing. So Peter Potamus... <clears throat> Sorry, Peter Potamus and So-So, his monkey companion. We're flying through the air. He is everyone's friend. He will always land just to lend a hand. He's a friend to the end. Created by Hanna-Barbera, obviously. I don't I don't know why, but I feel like that's racist somehow. I'm not is. entirely sure why. It just feels racist to me. It probably is, to be honest. Okay. Uh, 1964 to 1966, uh, 27 episodes, about one season. They didn't have it by season because it's a variety thing, but 27 episodes. A variety show consisting of various segments uh, and was paired, as I said, with Megilla Gorilla. But both uh, shows were sponsored by Ideal Toy Company. Uh, so they both had a slogan at the end of this show's Ideal or blah, blah, blah. It was a toy company, pretty Hanna-Barbera. Shows that they played, Breezley, Breezley, Sneezley, Yippy Yappy and Yahooey, Ricochet Rabbit, and Droop a Loop. Uh, there were also other appearances with other characters of the Gilly Gorilla show. I'll get into the varieties of things. Uh, other appearances that Peter Potamus himself, you can see him in. Uh, Laugh Olympics and every fucking Yogi show. Just like yep. Hanna-Barbera. Uh, the Good, yep. the Bad, the Huckleberry Hound. He's the captain of the boat Tahiti. Uh, Dexter's Lab, he's a chubby cheese animatronic. Uh, also... <laughs> chubby cheesers! Yes. Also, uh, he's in Harvey Birdman as the lazy, sleazy, unexplainably successful rival lawyer to Birdman, uh, who's like his best friend. Uh, all he ever, and it's it's so true, he literally just tries to go after women or eat sandwiches, and you never see him do a case. But somehow he is stupid rich and successful. Uh, and then I just had the extra little tidbit uh, that I remember even. Uh, in season three, episode six, for no reason whatsoever, his hands changed from hands to like hippo hooves. And they just never explained why they made that change. <laughs> uh, because he got rhinoplasty. Hmm. Uh, he'll also be in Jellystone. Of course he will. So I'm going to ignore that joke. I'm not even going to acknowledge it. So McGilla Gorilla, uh, 64 to 67, uh, 31 episodes. Um, used the same segments as Peter Potamus for the most part. They just kind of shared back and forth. Gorilla for sale. Won't you buy him? Take him home and try him. 
Uh, Ricochet Rabbit, Super Fast Sheriff, Rabbit Show, uh, uh, with Slow Coyote. Uh, <clears throat> so Ricochet Rabbit, here we go. Uh, Super Fast Sheriff Rabbit, uh, and he had a Slow Coyote as his deputy. This is a very basic show. Just cowboy sheriff shit. Uh, Punk Puss and Mush Mouse is a Hatfield and McCoy show. It's uh, They're playing the Hatfields and McCoys. The mouse is one, the cat's the other. Pretty self At least it was a Mush Puss. Uh, Breezley and Sneezley. Uh, Breezley, the poly bear, the, <clears throat> the polar bear, and <laughs> the his polar bear. <laughs> And his friend Sneasley the Seal try to break into an army camp and are stopped by Colonel Fusby. As I noted, it's fucking Antarctic Yogi Bear. That's all that is. Uh, and the Yippy Yappy Yahoo thing is three dogs who work for the king, and it's a Three Musketeers style cartoon. That's the variety of shows that they all had. Uh, and then you had their shows. Uh, so Peter Potamus and Soso, they fly around in a hot air balloon around like the Amazon and get into misadventures and things that way. Magilla Gorilla, on the other hand, is a gorilla that, uh, the, as the song says, Magilla Gorilla for sale. It's a gorilla who's at a thing, and then the people try to buy him, and he tries to help sell shit at this shop, and it's a whole thing. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, which one do we want to talk about first? <clears throat> You're forgetting the most important part about <laughs> Magilla Gorilla. You what is it? He's got a gorilla for sale. A Magilla Gorilla for sale. We got a gorilla for sale. A Magilla Gorilla for sale. Ah! Did you watch Bill Morang growing up, Sven? got a gorilla for sale. A Magilla Gorilla for sale. got a gorilla for sale. A Magilla Gorilla for sale. So you didn't join our channel, so I feel like... That and the, the, that and the Banana Split I, show. I've been singing both. We're not a cult. We're not. We're a loose association friends. The Oddcast Network cults. Email us. Anyway. Send us a pint of your blood in the mail. So, before we start talking, I do need to just get something off of my chest to Anthony, just real quick. Yes. You can't tell Heather. So, because because Beetleborgs is being taken off of Netflix, and we're not sure I... if we're actually ever going to get to volume two, so the last half of season two, I started watching um, basically all of them. So, we have a five-episode VHS tape of, like... of the transition between Beetleborgs to Beetleborgs Metallics that we used to watch all the time. And I was like, I don't remember this. I don't remember any of this. And then all of a sudden there's a song that Flabber sings. And as soon as he sang it, started singing it just like emotional breakdown. Like <laughs> I just lost it. it and it's Was just a Flabber? dumb pirate song too. Yeah. It's a dumb pirate song, but I remember all three of us singing it just around the house and pissing off our parents. And it was amazing. I just wow. lost it. Wow. So I've never heard wait. of this song. I, you, so. yeah, I can't wait for Heather to see this because as soon as she sees it, she's gonna be like, "Oh my fucking god!" So anyway, we need to talk about Mila Gorilla because it's just songy. Songs stick with people. All right, so Magilla Gorilla up first. <coughs> gorilla, uh, Michael, since you're, yeah, since you're so far onto it, this is like the Yogi Bear shit, though. 
Yes, because oh, like, are you racist against we, gorillas? Uh, yeah. What I, is a gorilla uh, but a bear ape? Yeah, <laughs> it's basically a squat. Shut up! It's the two worst things. Shut your mouths, Michael. I'm starting. I'm a what is a hippo but a naked bear? God damn it! Animation. <laughs> what are you giving McGilla Gorilla? Three. It's fine. It's nothing spectacular. It's old cartoony. Uh, I will give it. Uh, yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it a three as well. Let's put it. What is a three? But a triple bear is half a bear. So anyway, uh, characters. I have to give it a five. If not, just yeah, for the song, right? I guess that'd be memorability, but it, it, it is what it is. I think is, that would be so. memorability. Okay. Uh, comedy? Do you think it was funny I hated at all? it. No, it was dumb. It was two. Right. So two. two. Yeah. Uh, test time. Okay, can I switch? That's where the five should be. Character okay. should be a three. Okay. That's I mean, it's all going to add up together, but you got a gorilla for uh, sale. I remember seeing some of the variety shows on here. I got to say, character-wise, I'm, I'm going to give it a two. Comedy-wise, a two. Uh, test of time, I'm going to give it the five as well. Uh, just because that, that that fucking song, I always end up singing that. Um, uh, Sven, our, our good guest friend on today. What what, what are you giving this one? What, what, what was that that began with? What? Was that guests? Yeah. I'm I heard a way different word. This is from your twang. Our gayest. Gayest? I thought you said gayest. Our gayest. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is I mean no, my not, not not I did not say that. I did not call him gay. I didn't say Our gayest. Like. <laughs> I am not, not racist. Wrong. Uh, Sven. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, my title around these offices is uh, admin of cult operations and LGBT plus <laughs> relations. These are the diversity lead. Mike is our HR lead. Oh, that's a terrible decision. This is going to burn. It. We're all going down together. So Sven, what are you giving the animation on McGilla Gorilla? I'm going to give it a three, like Mike. It it looks, it's got that old tiny charm, but it doesn't look spectacular. Fair. And that's very fair. Uh, Character-wise. Characters? Uh, Through my quick breeze through the Wikipedia article, I love the name Magilla Gorilla. I love the name Melvin Peebles. They sound like fun characters. So in that regard, I'll give it a four. Oh, wow. The highest generous. Uh Comedy wise, do you think it was funny based off what you're seeing? I know you didn't see it because you know, but it it sounds funny, so I will give it a four. I love the idea of of a man just owning a gorilla in his shop, and he's got a gorilla he for sale. To... Gorilla. Yeah, exactly. He he's he tries to sell things. He tries to aid in in the business aspect, and it goes awry. It's brilliant. Fair enough. Uh, test of time. One, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a gorilla for sale. That's true. Got a gorilla for sale. Did that gorilla yeah, ever get sold? No, no it's like, I mean, he gets sold, but returned. 
by the oh. end of the end of the yeah, season constantly that's that's the whole show what? to be honest it should be like i rented a gorilla got a gorilla rented for sale <laughs> i'm renting a gorilla i'm renting you a gorilla know, i think renting a gorilla, gorilla gives this guy a lot more money though i know it's not money he's after he's after getting rid of manila gorilla yeah, um, animation gorilla. Uh, i'm gonna give it you know because uh, i can't do halves because i don't want to do that to jared um, I'm gonna give it a three. It's really a two and a half, but it's a three, like two point six. I was or two two and a half. You know, you always round up your numbers. Um, characters, uh, I'm gonna give it a, a three. They're not the best characters, but they're not the worst. Uh, right, right, mid middle of the round. Uh, follow the route. Yeah, I'll give I'll give it a four. You know, it, it does what it can. Personally, do I think it's funny? Sometimes depends on my mood. And test the time. He's got a gorilla. I'm gonna give it a four just because the Manila Gorilla song. I can still fucking see it. I'm sorry. Did you just say Manila Gorilla? You get the fuck out of my studio right now. Sorry, sorry. I was looking up Godzilla stuff earlier, and Manila came up. Manila Gorilla for sale. Manila, by the way, is one of Godzilla's children. Anthony, I will tell you, you scored it the highest out of anyone in here by two by a point. Ooh. Uh, Michael, you scored at the second highest. For being average. Uh, so give me one second. Wow, I wasn't even like highest or second highest. I thought I was being generous. No, you and me, you and me yeah. both scored it at 12 overall. Uh, Michael gave it a 13, and Anthony just gave it a 14. This is why we were meant to be lovers. I'm not going to respond to it. I'm just not going to acknowledge Damn, they're 600 miles, right? Damn those six hundred miles! You you've just heard my magic. If you think you can sleep with Jared, go right ahead and try it. But I will cock block that oh, bitch so hard. <laughs> you heard you the magic. You will get it's to the rapture, and Jay uh-huh. will be there. Jesus Christ! So All right, so people, are, people are going crazy. Hey, uh, I, I know the Peter, perfect place where you guys can meet. Peter, um, you guys can meet at Pennsylvania West. Two zero. Just making a note of that. Edit. You guys on exclamation no, uh, point? Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I'm not throwing in an address that everyone has the access to on the internet, but no one <laughs> knows by heart. Not, not everyone knows by heart, and it annoys Jerry because he has to edit it. That's the White House address, by the way. Cancel oh. <laughs> CLT. Uh, so Peter Potamus, uh, Anthony, why don't we start with you since you're being a jackass? Yeah. Oh yes, Daddy. Um, animation, I might give it a three. Same as Miguel Gorilla because they are the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Um, characters, I'm gonna give it a five, and here's why. Because I'm gonna I give it a really... one because of Yogi Bear. No, I really like hippos. Um, following the route, I'm gonna give it like a a, a, a three. You know is. It tries to do wonder things, but it's not that good, not that bad. In test of time, I'm going to give it a one because no one knows who this fucking hippo man is. I have I a really... go ahead. Oh, sorry, much Harvey Birdman. I lost fifteen pounds. Wow, ounces. My clothes are hanging off me. Yeah. Oi, oh, Colt. Please tell me those ain't Heisenberg Brothers bagels. What kind should I have? I'm uncertain. I haven't had bread for months. I've had a wall here for a Kaiserola or something starchy. Oyster crackers. Anything! A sandwich without bread isn't a sandwich! It's meat with mustard on your hands! What's that one? I have a very distinct memory of this Hippoman 
in like safari gear. Is that yep. a thing? Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what he's like uh, for Harvey Birdman, as well as the the Huckleberry Hound uh, when he's the captain of the Tahiti. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, Michael. Uh three for animation and then two for everything else. Holy shit! Okay, Sven. It's not a gorilla. It's not a gorilla for sale. That's fair. Sorry. It's fair. I'm going to give it a two for animation. It looks like someone made a mockery of Dr. Seuss's work. All right. Shots fired. Shots fired indeed. Characters, I'm going to give a two just because I don't like the monkey sidekick. I feel, kind of like Mike, I feel like there's some (laughs) racial charge there. And as for uh, Mr. Potamus himself, he he looks like, like... like a white British colonizer on a trip to Africa. He looks like really shitty Barney, but it's before Barney. Yes. That's the issue. Like he does not love all of us and we do not all love him. And we're not one big happy family. He's a fucking hippo with a Chinese monkey. That's what it is. When I think monkey, for whatever reason, you say the name, I think it's like a Chinese like monkey. And so that's why like a, like from Jackie Chan Adventure, like the talisman. And so like it just it's immediately somehow Middle Eastern Polynesian racist. Also, I like how Sven was dissing on men who've been dead for, you know, yes. since 2001 and 2006. <laughs> We're on dead guys. Oh, what, is Hannah Barbera no just going to come That's... haunt me in my home? Oh, no. Please Hannah don't Barbera. haunt me and title my butt. Don't do that. That would be weird. Anyway, comedy back style, what do you give it the comedy? It. Oh, I'm sure it's so fucking funny. One. <laughs> Let me see this this David Attenborough knockoff travel around the world. <laughs> Ooh, David Attenborough reference. Good from you, champ. Oh, Oh, uh, so what I can, are you I can picture it in my head now. Look here, Soso. This is the African desert scorpion. <laughs> they say one sting can kill a man. And Soso's like, oh, what can two stings do? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I think you, you probably nailed it. <laughs> You're so almost <laughs> We need to hire Sven and do a whole animation of just that idea and make characters for it. <laughs> we got the lead voice guy right here. He can do both. So, test of time. What are you, what are you feeling there? It's going to be a big fat one. <laughs> I'm a big fat one. Well, that's not even a I contest. Mean, so Miguel the Gorilla will will move on out of that one. I mean, I mean, you... we kind of figured that, right? He's got a gorilla for sale. Yeah, I love vanilla gorillas. I love chinchilla gorillas. I feel like you're more like a lukewarm chocolate gorilla, Anthony. Not so much vanilla. You know, when people ask, like, look. Well, it doesn't really come up a lot, but enough to come up with a statement, which is really weird. Like, what color I think my skin is? Yeah. Um, I like to say it's the color that your toast should be. <laughs> a nice fair. golden brown. I, I, I would, I, I like watered down hot chocolate. Very watered down hot chocolate. I'm not yeah. that dark. 
I mean, like, I like you go to a ski resort or go tubing or something, and it's like the dollar hot chocolate that they sell. That's it's a dollar hot chocolate that's way too hot, so you burn yes. your tongue and you gotta let it even out. And you, in as soon as it's cold, it's immediately too cold to actually drink. So got a runny nose. Mm-hmm. Yep, you should try to catch it. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> I'll hit you. Dude, I took allergy pills today because my nose kept fucking running. You can't catch me. Okay. Uh, anyway. I think I might be allergic to your guys' house, Anthony, because, like, I haven't been able to stop sneezing for the past two days, so... Anthony, oh, my God, I haven't stopped been able to sneeze since today. I, I wish. Now, if anyone would have so done it, would have uh, We have Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt going against uh, Adamant and Secret Squirrel, uh, because Adamant and Secret Squirrel were put out originally at the same time. So I've been saving Secret Squirrel. Uh, he's popped up on our radar before with some of the other shows, uh, but because this was his own standalone show with Adam Ant, uh, it just works better for me to cover him here, because uh, he also reappears all over the fucking place, and we'll get into it. Uh, but first, we're going to start off with Hanna-Barbera's flagship character. Um, I, 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 for the life of me, I can't understand why it's their flagship character, but it's apparently it, it, it's how they're doing it, because he appears everywhere, and he's even in Scoob, as a major fucking character. So. Stronger than a train with a so-so brain. Uh, you talking about me, Blue Falcon? Gosh. He's fearless, scareless, a little too careless. Dino Mutt. He's a go-go dog person. Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. Oh, boy. So the characters were made by Joe Ruby and Ken Spears, uh, the guys who did a lot of the more, like, action-oriented things and spin-off type things. Uh, it went from 76 uh, to 77, had two seasons, 20 episodes. So Dino Mutt the Dog Wonder uh, was a show centered around Dino Mutt, a cybernetic canine sidekick to the Batman-styled hero Blue Falcon. Uh, they brought on the, in like the Falcon Jet. And, and, like, dude, there's a whole fucking shit load of things with this show. Uh, but the show was aired as the Scooby Dino Mutt Hour because Scooby Doo was a flagship thing for them, so they threw him on there. Uh, but later, the episodes were aired as standalones. Uh, so for the second season, basically, they let it go on its own. Uh, but Scooby and the gang were frequent guests uh, because they started there. <clears throat> so Gary Owen uh, voices uh, Dino Mutt. Frank Welker voices Blue Falcon. Uh, and they actually reprised those roles back uh, for Dexter's Lab for Dino Might. Uh, yeah, they did. All about, yeah, they uh, did. Mutt Mutt, uh, all about Blue Falcon Dino Mutt. Uh, Dino Mutt's picture also appears in Two Stupid Dogs and the Super Secret Squirrel Show uh, on the desk of the receptionist. <clears throat> Both characters appear in Harvey Birdman as Span. <laughs> and I have seen this, it was fucking great. As Spanish lawyers, Antonio D. Rivero Garcia Azul Falcon and his Spanish robotic <laughs> dog. Uh, the more successful Spanish good. rival to Harvey Birdman. <laughs> and now we make Pussy! So, wait a sec. He gets partner, and I'm. <laughs> Uh, also, they never had an original origin. Uh, they never fully explained how he became Blue Falcon or Dino Mutt until they did get an origin in Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated episodes, Heart of Evil, saying that the two were guards for the Johnny for the quests 
and after an accident, Dino Mutt was left severely injured, which they made him into Dino Mutt, but he kept his personality of quirkiness. Uh, but they also made Blue Falcon more of a Dark Knight Returns brooding, gritty character. He's great. He's got a really strong chin. Everyone should watch Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. It's the best adaptation of Scooby Doo we were ever going to get. Well, I'll take your word for it. Uh, they also appear in Scoob, as oh, I mentioned yeah. before. Uh, Blue Falcon being like the flagship thing for that whole universe. He dabs. He's collecting a team of other Hanna-Barbera characters to go save the universe or whatever. Mike missed all of that. Uh, and he'll also, of course, be appearing in Jellystone. No fucking surprise there. His strength, his might, his speed, his fight, he's Adamant, that tiny ant, and his atomic power. Adamant! Uh, he was created uh, by Tony Benedict and Warren Foster from 65 to 68. Two seasons, 26 episodes. Uh... Adamant is a superhero ant who helps two police... Like, here's the here's the thing. So he's in a city, but it's a, a, a office department that only has two fucking cops, uh, uh, the sheriff and then just one of the other people, for some fucking reason. So Adamant, he's, uh, he, I don't know, he's like super atom-powered, nuclear power, whatever. Uh, he's an ant. The the fucking sheriff comes in and like always asks him for help in the city and he stops robbers. But he also has his own uh, villains. <clears throat> Ferocious Flea and Professor Von Gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> he has the catchphrase up and Adam up and get him, Adam Ant, oh uh, which was phrased to up and Adam for Radioactive Man in The Simpsons. <clears throat> He's also, once again, uh, Harvey Birdman. He appears as a defendant for radioactive contamination by the EPA. <laughs> um, and, as I mentioned with a post to our social media, he also appears in the end credits of Scoob. But this version of him has four arms. I just want to say, it's a little coincidental that, you know, Tales to Astonish created Ant-Man. And then, three years later, Hanna-Barbera made another... Superpowered small ant theme. Yes, but this one's hero. not a guy. This one's just an ant with a supercomputer and an anthill. It doesn't matter. If I make a superpowered spider and call it the Spiderling, everyone's gonna be like, wow, that's a Spider Man, but that's an actual spider. What a squirrel. He's got the country in a world. What's his name? Shh, Secret Squirrel. So, anyway, Secret Squirrel. <clears throat> is the one that was paired with Adamant, and he's in this together. So, made by Hanna Barbera, obviously. Uh, 65 to 68, two seasons, 26 episode originally, 13 episodes that were redone in 1993 because there's a reason they were on two stupid dogs, and we'll get into it at the end of this. <clears throat> 39 total uh, episodes total. They were made uh, uh, as a it was made as a James Bond spoof. Uh, the his actual his agent number is actually triple zero. They call him triple uh, O. He embarks on secret missions, aided by Morocco Mole, his assistant. Uh, but yeah, it was, it which was is, really just... Uh, which is also ridiculous. just a little bit racist as well, because yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it's, it's, it's it's a mole and from Morocco, it's and not, he's got that kind of like Moroccan accent. Yeah, there he is. Yep, yep, that's Morocco Mole. Yep. And there's the squirrel oh, literally standing on Morocco Mole. I think we're in danger. <clears throat> yeah. So originally, he was shown with Adamant. Uh, later, he was given a brief solo show, and then it died off, much like any show. 
but it was revived in 1993 to pair with Two Stupid Dogs, which was the last Hanna-Barbera cartoon next to Dexter's Lab that ever had multiple things in it besides just the one show. Uh, something I'll, I'll get into later. Uh, but it was revived because the studio head Fred Sieber told the showrunner Donovan Cook he had to add one original cartoon Hanna-Barbera had, and Secret Squirrel was a, uh, was his favorite cartoon. So he brought that back with Two Stupid Dogs, uh, called it the Super Secret Squirrel Show, and I fucking loved it, because Two Stupid Dogs already won, and uh, Secret Squirrel was like a second part to that. But anyway, yeah, that's Secret Squirrel and Adam Ant, and uh, we have Blue Falcon and Dino Mole. <laughs> Personally, I know which one I would prefer out of the two, but we'll see what people get for numbers. Wow. I will fuck your dad and become your new stepdad. What a I'd child. like to see you try. He's fixed. I also don't think that's how it, how it works. But that's yeah, fine. no, after our night of passion, he will love me so much, he will marry me. So anyway, I'm going to start off the bat... Uh, I'm going to start off the bat with Blue Falcon, let you guys know. Uh, animation-wise, animation-wise, I'm going to give it a three. Uh, character-wise, character-wise, I, I, I think that they were more fun. I have seen the, the Mr. Incorporated version of them. Even I haven't fully watched that show, but I have seen that version. Uh, but I also just know Blue Falcon from other things. Uh, I'm going to give them a four. I think Blue Falcon and Dynamon are all right. Uh, action style with the series, um, I gotta go with a three. Uh, and test of time, I'm gonna give it a five just because he keeps fucking popping up everywhere they do anything. Blue Falcon's like one of the big characters they bring back with anything they do. Uh, Sven, why don't I start with you? Where are you feeling Blue Falcon Dino Mutt? Animation style. <sighs> I want to give it a four. Because I, I just like it. But I'm going to give it a three. Because I don't think it's too... It's not much of a deviation from that classic look. Characters, I'm going to give a four. Because I love Blue Falcon's design. I love Dino Mutt's design. And I, I love that they're... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're kind of connected with, with the Scooby-Doo-verse. Because... Dynamut looks like Scooby-Doo's respectable cousin. He's not like Scooby-Dumb. He's from the other side of the family, the one that actually did something with his life. And Blue Falcon, kind of kind of an obvious um, Batman knockoff. But I feel yeah. like it's not... It, it, it feels more like it's a fun kind of homage-paying way, not a I'm-gonna-steal-your-thunder kind of thing. Fair enough, uh, fair enough. Action and comedy. I feel like it three. You know, it gets by. It's probably not anything hilarious, but it's got those moments. And uh, test of time, I will give it a two because I had no idea this thing existed. But if it keeps coming back and coming back, like you said, surely people out there must love it. Someone fair under enough. a dark rock. Uh, Mike, uh, what are, what are you feeling with Blue Falcon Dino Mutt? I hate Dino Mutt. Oh shit! <clears throat> that being said, 
threes across the board, except for Test of Time, which gets a five. It's only getting a five because of the Dexter's Lab episode, where Dexter makes a brand new Dynamut, and the actual Dynamut has to save the day by hitting the off switch. I also like the part in Dexter's Laboratory where Dynamut is just a bunch of loose tubey wires in a box marked garbage. Yep. Uh, Blue Falcon is a Batman wannabe that I don't actually ever think does a whole lot of Batmanning, so... Anything that's trying to be a Batman knockoff should do a little bit more Batmaning. Also, any good superhero doesn't need a talking sidekick. Sorry, Blue Falcon. Anthony, you're the last one. Uh, what are you feeling? I am. We saved the uh, mediocres for last. All right. Um, animation style. I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give it a f- three. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a three, but not because it's two and a half. It's three and three and a quarter. Not so. We're just gonna bump that down to three. Um, characters. I'm gonna give it a four. Um, I really like the Blue Falcon. I like how he's Batman because with each iteration, he changes kind of like which Batman he was. Like you mentioned, he was a Frank Miller Batman in Mystery Incorporated, which which was a more gritty um, retelling of the Scooby-Doo series. However, like in the original, he was more akin to the Adam West Batman. Yes. Uh, for clarification for anyone, if you don't know what we're talking about with uh, with the Frank Welker, uh, the Dark Knight Returns, all that, it was an older Batman who had originally retired uh, but then Joker comes back and says that he's quote-unquote sane. He tries to kind of get people on his side. Batman comes out of retirement uh, to try to figure out what's going on with the criminal underworld because he's been retired. Um, and it's a Batman that doesn't give a fuck. He just straight up, like, breaks people in half and just doesn't give a shit. Like, I'm here to do my job and I'll fucking kill you if I have to. Uh, so it was a, it was a gritty take on Batman of just this grizzled old man who just doesn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> it's, it's pretty... It's what a... Zack Snyder tried to do. First part's a good one. Second part. Um, Follow the Root action comedy. I'm going to give it a two. Unfortunately, it is stretched pretty thin with Dynama trying to be very funny. Zomg random. Um, Yeah. It very not 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 very good. Um, personally, Mm -hmm. test of time. I'm going to give it a five. I really didn't want to. I'll be honest. I really want to score it low just because of the image burned to my brain of the Blue Falcon dabbing. Thank you. Um, but um, that's not the original Blue Falcon. That is his son. So the original one gets a pass. Adamant Secret Squirrel. I will tell you right now, animation-wise, uh, I'm leaning more on the Secret Squirrel side of it. Uh, Adamant was okay, but Secret Squirrel is the one that I really enjoy because uh, he's in a lot of other shows. They use him all the time. I very much enjoyed him. Uh, animation-wise, I'm going to go three. Just because uh, the early animation, uh, once you get towards like the Dexter's Labs where it gets better, so it brings it up to a higher score for me. Uh, Character-wise, I'm going to go five, because I fucking love... I don't care what you say with, like, the, oh, the racist Morocco Mole. Go fuck yourself, because they were fun characters. Morocco Mole is just like this... He's very much that, like, shy, oh, I don't know what to do in this situation. And then you just have Secret Squirrel, who's the super spy, who just gets everything done no matter what. And it's just a fun show. Uh, Comedy-wise, I'm going to four. Uh, comedy action. Uh, test of time. Uh, unfortunately, I'm only I'm only gonna give him a three. I'm not gonna give him the full five because as much as he does come in other shows, he only lasts when he's with something else. Because uh, he's very he doesn't have very long segments, so he's just very good to put in something else to fill time for a little bit and have fun with it. Uh, so that's where I stand. Uh, Michael, I'll let you go because you're more of a a, a cartoon um, connoisseur. Ooh. I feel like he fired shots at me saying that Morocco Mole is racist when I actually really like Secret Squirrel. 
is like top tier cartoon. Well, that was more just everyone saying Morocco Mo might be racist, but he's a fun character. <laughs> no, he is a hundred percent. Animation style, I will say four. I really like the animation style. It's just, I mean, these are all basically the same like cell animation styles anyway. So it's it's a hit or miss on what it is. Uh, characters, I will get a five. Uh, I love Secret Squirrel. I love everything about Secret Squirrel. Um, comedy action, it wasn't really funny. It relied on slapstick, and slapstick has been so overdone. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a two. Okay. And then Stand of Test of Time is also going to be a two, just because I would love to see a, a Secret Squirrel reboot, but my fear is they would do a Teen Titans go to it. So it would be <laughs> dumbed down to no end. So, which, that's, that's I mean, fair. good news, uh, Teen Titans Go is celebrating its 300 episodes, so uh, I guess I couldn't complain all that much if they did redo it, because at least I know it's going to get at least 12 seasons, apparently. So, Hi, I'm Anthony. Yep, um, yeah, you are. Animation style, I'm going to give it a two. Because, you know, it's, it's not my cup of tea, you know. It's got that, like, cycle walk, that cell, Even you know, the newer just... one? Because he was, he was done a couple times. Yeah, even the new Jared, you can't change my mind. You can suck my dick all you want, but at the end of the day, the, the, we're not getting a dog. Um, character? I'll, I'll, I'm going to give it a three. I'm glad I'm getting a dog. <laughs> I'm so I was making... I was, it was a metaphor. Did Heather try sucking your dick to get a dog that you didn't want? Is that what I'm hearing? Is that where this is coming from? Or did you suck Heather's I, dick to get a dog that she didn't want? Only one of us know the answer. Um, characters, I'm going to give it a three. Unlike Mike and Jared, I don't really... Not a fan of Secret Squirrel. It's been... I'm not a, not a big fan of the like, secret spy genre. I think the best animal... To wear a fedora and be a uh, secret agent is Perry the Platypus. Um, follow the route, action comedy. Dr. Wexler, you're a platypus. <gasps> Perry the Platypus! I couldn't. I had to mute Anthony. Hey. Uh, hey, fuck you. Um, <laughs> fine then, you want? It's fine. You know which number I just gave it for follow the route. Now it gets a, now it gets a three. Oh, that's fun. That's, you know, to each his own. Better. To each his own. And, and that's... Test of time, it gets a two because it's not as uh, memorable as it wants to be. Okay, uh, whatever. I'll, I'll, we're counting Adam and so that's why other things got added in. Yeah, that is that is fair. That is fair. I guess. Anyway, Sven, how are you feeling? Uh, okay. Surprisingly, I'm actually kind of familiar with this one. I remember seeing this when I was younger. Oh, um, good. Animation style, uh, three. It you know, fair. Standard didn't didn't blow me away. Characters, yeah. I'll give a four. I personally like the idea of the secret secret spy squirrel. I love that his goofy hat goes over his eyes. Racially charged as the mole is, it is a fun character. Um, for follow their route, I will. I'll give it a three. Just because, like I, like Mike said, slapstick is so overdone. But I'm just a personal fan of it. And test of time, I will give a two. I no, I will give it a three. I will give it a three because I, I am familiar with this, but I have forgotten about it all these years. (laughs) 
and I will leave you a scathing res- uh, review of Adam Ant. Not good. <laughs> no, no, you don't like Adam Ant at all. No, that's fair. That man doesn't have doesn't have six limbs. He's not an ant. Doesn't look like an ant. He got six, six limbs and Scoob. He's got four arms. Well, I am very oh. sad to say. Adamant Secret Squirrel lose by four points. Literally, they lost by just four points uh, to Blue Falcon Dino Mutt, uh, a 55 to 51. Man, close. think about how higher my scores were going to be if you didn't mute me. Well, maybe don't be such a jackass. Uh, so, lesson learned for both of us, right? Moving on. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if that's how you pronounce the name. <laughs> Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Actually. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say Winnie the Pooh. Leader of the People's Republic of China. So Anthony has one on him. Uh, my question Hi. is, do we want to do the one that Anthony has, uh, which would be GoBots versus Captain Planet, uh, or do you want to do Snorks versus Smurfs? Let's, let's do Snorks versus Smurfs. <laughs> my vote's on Captain Planet all the way. Nope, nope. we're going Snorks. We're not doing that one yet. That's next. Don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, let's do Snorks first. Um, the bomb versus the balloon. Yeah, basically. Yes. All right. <clears throat> so we're going to start uh, on Smurfs. Yeah, or actually. Haha, right. <laughs> silly me. There's some things I forgot. I just realized uh, when I was pulling up, uh, when I was getting the Snorks here. Uh, a few things that I missed uh, for... Uh, Secret Squirrel. Uh, he'll appear in Jellystone, which is obvious. Uh, but also, he appears in Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Uh, he's almost run over by Hostel Gato when he's driving his monster truck. Uh, two appearances in Harvey Birdman. One, he's being accused... Uh, Secret Squirrel gets accused of being a flasher because of his signature trench coat, and he has to try to defend himself in the court of why he's not the flasher. Uh, and then he re- reappears in it because Morocco Mole... Uh, gets put in Guantanamo Bay because of a mission gone wrong, so he seeks Harvey Birdman's help to get him out. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was it. Uh, so anyway, Snorks. This is actually... I have decided... I didn't write... I, I wrote as much as I could. Do. I was so tempted to tell you guys we're going to have to do a whole fucking episode on Snorks after the shit that I found out. Uh, but I think we can cram in what we can here. Stuff. It was created uh, by Nika Broca. Uh, it was from 1984 to 1989. Four seasons, 65 episodes. They are literally a water-based Smurfs. So, Freddy... I'm going to totally fucking mispronounce this. It was super That's long. Monikidman negotiated... The Smurf comic rights making a small successful series. Uh, so he did a thing of Smurfs, and then he became the CEO of SEPP, a Belgian studio, where he was doing marketing and things like that for the Smurfs. He approaches the. PP. <clears throat> Are you done now? <laughs> yes, T. So he sure. approaches Pale, uh, uh, Pierre Colliford, who made the Smurfs. He approaches him, Hanna-Barbera, and NBC, who are running the Smurf series. And he says, hey, 
because I already have some rights and I've been doing a comic thing and I'm doing merchandising, like, do you think my studio could do a Smurf series of our own and kind of have our own fun with it? Which, of course, originally they were okay with, but then he runs into some legal issues about how he wanted to do things. Um, so instead... He wanted two of them. So instead, he goes on to make the Snorks, a means to compete with the Smurfs, because they wouldn't give him the rights he wanted to make his own show, so he said fuck it and made his own Smurfs, uh, and was successful for what it was worth. I mean, he made it further than most people thought he would. Hmm. Let's read off some of those Snork names, shall we? All-Star Please, Seaworthy, Casey Kelp, Daphne Gilfin, Dr. Strange snork willie wetworth wellington wetworth jr who's an asshole mrs wetworth small star seaworthy and the various families of such can we change her name to you know what a wetworth <clears throat> now the smurfs on the other hand i'm about to give jared my willie wetworth <laughs> i don't accept it uh, so on the other hand, already in a box. On its way to you. So on the on the other hand, uh, the Smurfs were created by Belgian artist Peo, uh, who we just talked about, uh, Pierre Colliford, in 1958 as a comic franchise uh, with over a hundred Smurfs that were run throughout the comic series he had made. Like he just kept making new ones based on personality. Um, then in 1981, Hanna and Barbera take Peo's idea and together make the cartoon series that we all know as the Smurfs. But before that, it was just a Belgian thing that ran for a fuck ton of comic series. Uh, and then Hanna Barbera just kind of took it. Uh, so this one ran for nine seasons, 256 fucking episodes, plus just an endless amount of goddamn movies they've made. Uh, ran from 81 to 89 on the original series. Uh, originally in Belgium, they were known as the Les Schrumps. Smurf along with me. Simple as can be. That was the Smurfs. Uh, appeared in Harvey Birdman uh, because a tank crushes their village, so they seek legal action against the war. Uh, they've also had live movies 2011, 2013, 2017 as well. Uh, and it then multiple short films. Perfect. Because she's an actress. Um, so let's just talk about Smurfs real quick. Um, so unlike the Snorks, there's only one fucking female, and then there's Papa Smurf, Jokey Smurf, Carpenter Smurf, yada, yada, yada. Yes. Anthony, raising your hand. Now, there's only one female because um, Smurfette was originally created by Gargamel, and she was uh, designed to be a spy. However, she realized how much she loved being with the Smurfs that she asked Papa Smurf to turn her into a real Smurf, turning her black hair blonde. Which gives us some other implications, which is really worrisome. But other than that, that's why Smurfette's Smurfette. Okay, so there's that. Uh, but we all—you should all know who the who the Smurfs are. The Snorks, on the other hand, uh, you might you may or may not know them. Uh, they just have a snorkel on their head and they live underwater. It's literally it. Uh, the first encounter with their humans, heads are bongs. The, the yeah, their heads are bongs. Um, Oh god, you mad? I just want to stuff their mouthful and smoke out that antenna. Just smoke them up, just smoke them. Up. Anyway, he's getting me distracted uh, by how they're shaped. <laughs> I'm gonna blow a snork. Um, so the snorks, uh, the the opening title is basically that they had never had contact with humans, but then a ship capsizes, they help save the guy, uh, and then there's a couple episodes here and there where they encounter like marine biologists and whatnot. Um, 
so they have more human contact than what the Smurfs did, uh, which is the direction that the writer of the show decided to go uh, to compete with Smurfs, is to have a little bit more variety to it, other than just Gargamel. Um, but for the most part, the sm- uh, Snorks are all about saving the coral reef that they live on, uh, so a lot of episodes have to deal with that thing, just like the Smurfs trying to save their village. So moving on. <clears throat> Michael. Yep. What are you giving the Snorks? One. All the way across. All, all the way down? Okay. I can't stand the Snorks. The Snorks suck ass. Well, spoiler. It's basically the same for the Smurfs. Because I hate the fucking Smurfs, too. God damn. Uh, Alright, uh, Anthony, what are you feeling for the Snorks? Alright, well, um, besides animation style, I'm going to give them a one. Animation style gets a two. And everything else a one? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, please, sir. Alright, uh, Sven? My rating will mirror Anthony's. Animation two, one for everything else. I hate the Smurfs, and I hate their underwater sentient onion head counterparts well i guess i'm the only one who's gonna actually give it a fair chance uh so animation i'll give it a two uh character wise i think they have a bit more creative names than the smurfs who are just fucking their personality and then smurf at the end uh at least this one actually gives them names even though they're sea puns at least they're fucking named really jared that's fair that's a fair question could you name a single snork until today Actually, look at me in the eyes. Look at me. <laughs> Give me another name of a yeah. snork. Give me one name of a snork. Yeah. Any Penny Gilfin. My point exactly. I rest my case. Are you going to look it up? No, no, no. Because I know you're lying. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a snork. It was uh, Daphne. It was Daphne. Penny Gilfin. Uh, I'm giving... Uh, I'm going to give characters a two just because of that. That That is really the only reason. Just because it adds a little more originality to something if you're actually giving it a name. Smurfs, just, they've been around longer. So it's not like the Snorks were ever going to fucking take off to begin with. So they get a one everywhere else. Uh, which only gives it a point higher than the rest of you. Uh, which is not saying much. Um, not saying much at all. That might be the lowest I'm the only one that's going to give it a fair chance. I'm the only one that's going to actually give it a rating. And then it's fucking a point higher than the rest of us. Piss off. <laughs> You hate it just as much as we do. So the Smurfs, uh, they get a five all the way down the board. Man, I don't know what happened there. Just kidding. I don't wow. actually feel that way about Smurfs either. Uh, Michael, you, you are you feeling the same exact way? Just a two uh, It's one, one except for Test of Time. I'm going to give it a three just because the Smurfs, they're still around. They're still making movies. Where is Smurf? <laughs> well, you know he's a guy. Uh, Anthony? I'm sorry, we were talking about Thought Smurf. Um, um, animation style, I'm going to give a two. Is Thought Character- Smurf, like, is that like a Smurf with just the giant ass and thighs for no reason? No, it's one who thinks a lot, you pervert. <sighs> yeah. What are you giving this one? Fuck yourselves. Uh, two for animation, five for characters, three for follow their route, and five for test of time. I feel like this is a bit unfair. But... Hey, you might not like the emotion of Grumpy Smurf, but guess what? Grumpy Smurf is exactly the emotion character you think he's going to be when you say Grumpy. Right, so I guess I'm going to be the unfair one on the Smurfs. Uh, so animation, I give it a two. Uh, characters, 
two, Co uh, comedy whatnot. Uh, uh, two, test of time is the only place I'm gonna give it a five because it, it has stood the test of time. It keeps coming back. I can't ever seem to get rid of Smurfs. Uh, Sven, what are you what are you feeling? Two for animation, three for characters, two for action slash comedy, and five for test of time. Give me give me Goth Smurf. Then we can talk about that rating. Goth Smurf. Anthony's gonna look it up. I present to you DeviantArt. Take it back. <laughs> Take it back. I don't want it. Can I? Is there? Can I get? Can I get? Can I get? Home of home, uh, gay Smurf, Mister Gay Smurf. Is there a gay Smurf? I want to see what they did to me. Uh, you know, I want to see nipple ring Smurf. Nipple ring Smurf. Nipple ring. Cock ring skirt. Cock ring Smurf. Wow. Cock ring Smurf. Uh, so before Papa we get into that, Daddy Smurf. Daddy Smurf. Show me Daddy. Snork's got a 20, Smurf's got 44. What are you <sighs> showing? I'm showing you a Lego Smurf penis 5 inches sex toy for $24.99 on sale now at Etsy.com. You said Lego? I said Lego. That sounds painful. Sorry, it looks painful. It looks painful. That's that's no bad dragon dildo right what there. What the fuck? It is literally Legos. That's uh, that's what that's what I came up with. That's the first thing. Did they make Smurfs a have dick penises? One, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Is the dickhead white on that thing? Did they make the Smurfs no, dickhead white? You or wish it was busy. It's low in stock too. Oh no! Well, probably because they only made one. I don't know. They seem to have a shop of Lego dicks. Are we all in agreement we need to get Jared this so he can display it behind no. him with his boo? That one that your thumb just passed over. Yeah, the, the Shrek ogre no, penis. No, 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 no. They have a so, Shrek ogre penis. GoBots versus Captain Planet, kids. Let's see who's going to make it out of your favorite cartoon lineup on the weekends. We're starting with I'm Captain sorry. Planet. Anthony, shut the I'm fuck up. So, Ted I found Turner. Lego. Penis and vagina that you can make fuck. <laughs> oh my god, that's beauty nine plus free shipping. It's just a block with a slit in it. <laughs> it's just a block with a slit in it. Which, from what I understand of women, that's how it goes. <laughs> wow. Wow. I found your birthday present. <clears throat> so, Captain oh Planet. Uh, Ted Turner, Barbara Pyle, Robert Larkin III are, are the creators of Captain Planet. Fire! Wind! Water! Heart! Go Planet! By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet! Uh, ran from 1990 to 92, and then took a break, came back 93 to 96. Six seasons total, they didn't even break it up, it's just a continuation when it came back. Uh, 113 episodes. <clears throat> Four teens harness the elements to battle eco-terrorists and can summon with their powers combined Captain Planet. <laughs> so, uh... Okay. So Barbara Pyle, one of the creators, said that the Planeteers were actually inspired by teenagers that she met in 89 when she was developing the show, uh, apparently. Because she... They're very big about cleaning up the ecosystem, and they were teens that helped her in one of her little things she had done uh, for cleaning up the environment, based the characters off that. 
Uh, originally, Deke Productions and Turner uh, owned the series from 1990 to 92. But in 93, Hanna-Barbera took the series over, changing the name to The New Adventures of Captain Planet uh, and making it a more, a more mature tone than the original three seasons, um, as well as giving Planeteers a more in-depth and personal backstory. Uh, the CPF, or Captain Planet Foundation, was founded in 1991 to encourage students to clean up the environment. Schools could enter to win seed money to fund the ideas they'd come up with. But when uh, Warner Brothers was buying AOL, oh. uh, they decided to cut that because that was going to take too many resources. We all remember when AOL was the thing. <laughs> yeah, I can still hear it. You've got mail. You've got mail. I tried to look at my first part on that. That's also where I learned that there's search histories. So, Captain Planet Foundation was also uh, then negotiated by Miss uh, by Miss Pyle uh, to become a charity organization that still runs today, uh, still does charity work for cleaning up the environment. Uh, let's go over the characters of Captain Planet, shall we? Uh, we have Gaia, of yeah. course, the spirit of the planet who uh, empowers the rings. Fun fact: in nineteen ninety 1990- to nineteen ninety two, the original series. Do you know who voiced Gaia? I do. Do you? Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh my God, Ooh, baby! Uh, yeah, uh, she she voiced uh, with the original three seasons. Uh, she didn't come back when it was remade. Wonder why. That uh, we also have uh, Kawami, the Earth, uh, the the Earth Planeteer, who's from Africa. Uh, you have, and I shit you not, his name is Wheeler. He's the Fire Ring. He's from New York. Anthony, can you guess the first name of the guy who voiced him? You'll. It was so funny. Well, I know it is because I have the Wikipedia page open. Okay, good. His first name was Joey, so my first thought was a guy from New York. The character's name's Wheeler, and that guy's name is Joey. It's fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Yo, also, we gotta use our uh, power. Yo! Anyway. Uh, Kiwame, the uh, Earth. Yes. Uh, he's voiced by, voiced by LeVar Burton. Yep. Um, you might know from Reading Rainbow or Star Trek Next Generation. <laughs> Uh, then you have Linka, uh, who is the wind planeteer from Russia. Uh, then you have Mati, uh, who is the heart. Uh, and it says that he's the leader of the planeteers, is the heart ring. Uh, and he yeah. also, of course, he also has Suchi, his monkey pet. Yeah. What's wrong with Ma- Mati and the power of heart? That's the most powerful fucking ring out there. Got a problem Bunch with the heart of bullshit. ring? I have so many problems with that. That's bullshit. Dude, uh, do you know the so heart the ring enemies does? of the planeteers... You know what the heart ring does. Greedly, Rigor, Verminous Scum, and his Rat Pack. Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem, no relation. He was a radioactive sludge monster. Uh, a loot and plunder. Uh, Sean with Ryan, his sidekick, Lady Rat Slot Monster. Yeah, Verminous Scum and the Rat Pack. Fucking brilliant name. That's a man name right there. Uh, uh, but of course, uh, Haggish Greedly, uh, Greedly was uh, the pig man. Uh, Verminous Scrum was more rat-like, and he had his rat-like men, the rat pack. Uh, Rigor helped ha- uh, Haggish Greedly. He was, uh, I can't remember what fucking animal style fucking thing he was, but he was his helper. Uh, then you have Duke Nukem, again, no relation, uh, but he was a, a radioactive waste heat pile monster uh, that was assisted by Lead Suit, his companion, and Dr. Barbara Bubs Blight. Or, sorry, Babs Blight. Uh, and fun fact that I have here, this cartoon isn't in our lineup because it was too new to fit the the qualifiers that we had set up. 
But uh, OKKO Let's Be Heroes is in the same universe as Captain Planet. Yeah, Captain Planet apparently makes a guest appearance. I've never watched it, but he's in the same universe. I'm tempted to watch it now that I know Captain Planet will be in it. It's like, so real quick before we go on, uh, OKKO, picture like My Hero Academia for like four-year-olds. That's essentially what it is. The heart ring gives this holder the abilities of telepathy and empathy to a limited degree. He can talk to animals and move shit with his mind. But can he put out a fire with water? He he can have the dolphins he, do it. He can talk to fire. Is that what you're telling me? So We're anyway, in the middle uh, of a desert. He's going to try to talk to the scorpions to put out the fire. Or is... Uh, also, I have one more tidbit. Use the water ring and just... You can't have so, a plan without the heart. One more... One, heart. Fuck yourself with the heart bullshit. We're moving on. So in 1996... No, it was... Uh, fun fact here. At the time... It was the longest-running U.S. cartoon with 113 episodes in the 90s. So that's a fun fact there. Harry uh, can Anthony. illuminate dark areas, expose the true identity of disguised persons. Anthony, I swear to God. You have all the information for our, our contender against Captain Planet. Uh, the GoBots. <laughs> Um, yes, actually, the GoBots is the toys. The show is called Challenge of the GoBots. Oh, I'm sorry. Challenge of the GoBots. Go fuck yourself, GoBots. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, to is explain the, the GoBots... that they're not as good as Transformers, but they try to be? Is that the yeah, challenge? Yeah, basically. Um, the <laughs> GoBots, they're pretty much... Dude, he's been dabbing all night. I think this is my third or fourth one. God I've just, it. you know, slipped, slipped by the censors. Um, Fucking goddamn it! So the GoBots were created. I'm not going to get into the whole lore, but they were created by Tonka to be Transformers, uh, basically adversaries. Eventually, as you all know, between Tonka and Hasbro, which one became the modern toy? Which one is around nowadays? Uh, Transformers. Hasbro. Hasbro actually now owns the GoBots. I'm pretty sure I still have some GoBots in my toy chest. Under the stairs. Do they do they say go before they do things? No. Then that's do they say go bots go out? They've lost points in my mind now. Don't worry, we're gonna. So the the go bots, you know, two two seasons, sixty five episodes, created in nineteen eighty four. Really weird. What other cartoon was out in nineteen eighty four? That's weird. Transformers. Transformers. Uh, now, who, who were the producers on that? Was that a Hanna Barbera cartoon, or is this? Uh, I because yeah, again, is... I didn't look up any fucking thing. It really yep. was Hanna Barbera. Oh my eyes! Uh, Hanna Barbera, Tonka, and Wang Film Productions, which is just a great name in general. Wang Film. How many but episodes? Uh, I, I've said this: sixty-five episodes in two seasons. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure everybody's on the same page. A lot longer than I thought. You know, 1984 to 1985. It's longer than... Captain Planet was longer than I thought it had gone, so... Captain Planet longer than you thought. And the GoBots, the idea of the show is two opposing Transformer robots from the planet GoBotatron are duking it out. Um, We have the Guardians and the Renegades... With the Guardians led by Leader One, all the Renegades were led by. Wait, wait for it. The leader 
were the renegades were led by Psykill. I'm gonna be completely honest with you, Anthony. I hate everything about this so far. I don't even need to hear more to know. This is, is he a bike? terrible. Yeah, Psykill was a bike. Also was really fucking hilarious. It's both Peter Colin and Frank Wilker had roles in GoBox. That's the voice of the original Megatron and the original Optimus Prime, respectively. I hate this. So I love much. the name. <laughs> I love the name Copter and Geeper Creeper. Those are some character names voiced by a man named Bob Holt. I'm sure you're proud of what you did. Yep. Um, personally, one of my. <laughs> I do have a favorite go boss. Some old man. <laughs> oh, shit. Bob Holt. Let's see. Uh, Sven making making fights with another dead man. Dead since 85. He literally did this and then died. He did go boss and then died. It killed this man. <laughs> that man died go for go boss. Wow. And trust me, from his uh, from his profile picture on Wikipedia, he looks proud. <laughs> proud man. Dead of a heart attack. I would too. I don't want to laugh. It was really mean. He he died mid mid show. Now these are great names. It was so great his heart just couldn't handle it anymore. Personally, one of my favorite uh, GoBots is a uh, Bug Bites, um, who turns into a yellow Volkswagen Beetle. Which is really weird because I know of a, a transformer that turns into a yellow Volkswagen Beetle specifically. All right, so let's get into the scoring on this because fucking Christ, right? I, I I can't hear any more about goddamn GoBots. This is ridiculous. No, no, no. Wait, wait, I got I got I got one more thing. One more thing okay, about GoBots. Okay. Um, the GoBots actually exist in the Transformers universe. They came from an alternate universe to see why their universe was dying. I would have so moving they on. So it's just goddamn Transformers. So, Captain Planet, we're going to start there. Uh, I'm going to give animation a... a, a, Yeah, I'm going to give a solid four. Uh, Character-wise, I'm going to give it a five, because, I mean... As much as I don't like the heart character, I mean the villains. Like, come on now. Uh, Action style... uh, He can talk to Gaia through the ring. He's the only one who can. Without him, they couldn't communicate to Gaia. Action style, I'm gonna give it. Uh, a f- I'm gonna give it a five as well. There were some pretty fun action sequences they would get in those shows. As much as it was teaching you the lesson about littering and shit like that, uh, it had some fun action moments from what I remember. Uh, and test of time, I'm gonna give him a five because he was done by Don Cheadle and it was the best fucking Captain Planet thing I'd ever seen in my life. Uh, and I still love it to this day. Recycle, uh, or I'm gonna turn you into a fucking tree. <laughs> Tree, 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 tree. It's pretty short. Um, <clears throat> it, it, it's really good. Uh, so that that's where I stand on that. Um, Michael. Fours across the board. Fours? Yeah. All right. Hey, you know what to each his own. It is what it is. I like Captain Planet. I have Captain Planet action figures. I had the fire ring when I was younger. But I I don't think if you tried to remake it, it would go over more than just a season. So That's fair. Of course not. It's a bunch of liberal propaganda. That's exactly how it would be shut down, too. 
Uh, Sven, where are you sitting with Captain Planet? Five across the board. Anthony, what are you saying? <laughs> Eco-friendly himbo. What more can you ask for? Hell yeah! Give me, Hell give me, yeah! Give me a live-action reboot where where Joe Keery plays Captain Planet. That's Steve Harrington from Stranger Things, oh, if you didn't okay, know. Thank you. Fair, fair, thank you. He's got the hair. He can pull it off. He's got that himbo energy that Captain Planet needs. I want to. I want to question they, that more. They, um, oh, but uh, Anthony, basketball. what's your score? True. Um, animation style. I'm going to give it a four. It's pretty damn good. Um, characters. I'm going to give it a five. I mean, I love all the Planeteers and and Captain Planet, especially Heart. Um, follow. Actually, my favorite is Earth. <laughs> Make me look like a damn fool. I will just defend Heart. Uh, follow the root. Here's they're not really comedy, but do they follow an action path though? Now I'm gonna give it a four, but I have to make a preface. Okay. I don't like Captain Planet, the show. I love the pieces of it, but I don't love the show as it is. I know that's very controversial. I love, like I said, I love the Planeteers. I love Captain Planet. I love Guy. I love the villains. But the show, I'm just not a biggest fan of. <laughs> I'll test the time. I'm going to give it a five because it's Captain fucking Planet. He'll turn you into a fucking tree. Like I said, I might not be the biggest fan of Captain Planet, but I still respect given where respect is given. I know I'm the odd man out with not being the biggest fan of it, but I will still respectfully give it a high score because it deserves it. You, you, you look at that man, and then, and then you look at that man, and you tell me he couldn't play him. I forgot, Captain. You Planet tell me he mullet. doesn't have he the does. face and the hair. He has like he a could do it. Slap some paint on him, on. like a plant. Uh, he has like a pompadour crossed with a mullet thing going on. Because his hair kind of goes up in the front and then it just... It does its own thing. Anyway. Uh, I don't know. I think Don Cheadle already got it. I mean, look at that. Yeah, Don Cheadle's got it. He's got the mullet going on. Uh, <clears throat> GoBots. Uh, animation, uh, I'm going to give it a two. Characters, I'm going to give it a two. Uh, follow their route, the action, what and whatnot. Uh, I'm gonna give it a two. Uh, test of time. I'm gonna give it a one because uh, I don't remember a goddamn thing about GoBots. Uh, so, I'm Anthony, of, we're gonna save you for last. Sven, how are you feeling? <laughs> Man, this is gonna be a quick one. It's gonna go two, 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 and one. Same exact as me. Go figure. Uh, Michael. Yeah. What are you feeling with GoBots? I liked GoBots, man. GoBots was fun. All right. Hey, GoBots were so much better than Transformers. And anyone that just wastes a whole bunch of money on Transformers. I just unmuted myself because I was going to talk to fucking Sven. And then now I unmute myself. You should have fucking seen how frantically I went back to the mouth. <laughs> 
I was ready to fucking throw hands until I realized you were talking shit to talk shit. I was so ready. <laughs> cautiously tonight. I'm, I'm going to Woodland tonight. You be careful. It's only because you're sitting next to a thousand dollars worth of shitty toys. It's fine. It's true. <laughs> if you weren't sitting next to a giant collection of Transformers. I, don't, I wouldn't say a thousand dollars worth of shitty toys. I'd say probably about like two hundred dollars of shitty toys and probably about eight hundred dollars of good toys. I mean, I get hundred okay toys and one hundred of okay good toys. Anyway, uh, Michael, what are you getting anyway, scoring? So I, I actually I think I still have a, a GoBot. So like the difference between Transformers and GoBots was really interesting. Transformers were big and bulky, and you'd actually have to like do multiple steps to transform them the toys where GoBots it was like it was a race car but yeah. it's wheels half its hands just folded up into arms and then it's spoiler pulled back to reveal a face so it's much simpler also GoBots did have a thing where they could combine I remember distinctly having three that combined from like three tiny jets that just stacked on top of each other and turned into a jumbo airliner so I'm going to give it threes across the board just because Again, it wasn't great, but shit, it tried. And that's perfectly fair. Um, Anthony, I yeah. feel like you're just going to shit all over it, so what are you giving it? Well, first off, I was what I was showing Sven was uh, Soundwave, who is my favorite Transformer, without his faceplate, because IDW, the comics, did that. And they made him hot. They did. Like, yeah. he's fucking... Like, I don't know why they made him so hot, but I just wanted to show that Call was Call that man Himbotron. But uh, I'm going to give it a two um, characters. I'm going to give it a three, believe it or not. Um, I know they're they're pale knockoffs and terrible, but they have names like Keeper Creeper. Rest in power, Bob Bob Holt. Rest in power, Bob Holt. Oh, God. I'm going to see if I can find a signature of him. I don't want to purchase it. Um Follow their roots. I'm gonna give them another three, and believe it or not, this is me being harsh. And uh, well, no, it's not. I'm being very generous. Uh, test of time. I'm giving them a one because they're so bad. Okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh huh. Can I convince you to give it a two? Only yeah. because yeah. there is an American Dad episode where Steve's trying to get with Kochi's little sister, and he goes, what are you, a Transformer? He goes, oh, no, ma'am, I am a GoBot. And he is literally the, he is literally the action figure that I'm talking about, where he's a race car where his hands pop up, and his head pulls back, and he's a fucking car. That's the only reason I think you should give it a little bit more, because... <laughs> I are- forgot about <laughs> that. I, I hate that I remember that. I'm fucking episode. You're right, Mike. I, they don't deserve a one. They deserve a four. <laughs> like, they're and my culture like, references are numerous. Not only that, but the latest Dobot toy came out last year. What, are you fucking kidding me? What? Yes, an official Gobot named Bug Bites, my favorite one, he got a, a new toy released last year. And he's still technically a Gobot in the universe. He's just, yeah. So technically, Holy yeah, shit. it's a, a four because of how great it is. I mean, it's no Captain Planet, but damn. Uh, which brings me to uh, Captain Planet versus the GoBots. Captain Planet moves forward. Uh, GoBots ending out the round with a 38 uh, to Captain Planet 73. Not really that Wow. Uh, GoBots did do better than I thought they would, especially at the end there. I, am, um, 
I am now on eBay looking up GoBots. All right, Michael's going to buy some GoBots. Anthony's going to have Transformers. Studio's coming along great. I can't wait till we get a space. Um, so that brings us to the wild card round. Uh, this one uh, decides who moves on to the finals uh, out of these two. Uh, Jared, I think Ben had something to say. Yes, please. He's too polite to not interrupt you, but I will. Thank you. No, it's just quick. I looked up Psykill, leader of the 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 Renegades. You know the the yeah. Septon, uh, Meg- uh, the Megatron. knockoff. Yeah, the, the Megatron for the for the for the GoBots. And all I can think of is if someone made Space Ghost a robot. <laughs> wow, that's a really good point. That it, that I, I agree with that point. Uh, for those of you who don't, you should look him up. He's he's he made an excellent point. I think that's exactly what happened. Anyway, how <laughs> how do you try to put a a man who transforms into a gun, into a tank, into a jet, next to someone who transforms into a bike? You don't. I mean, you don't. Um, I'm gonna look up why they became the Renegades because I, I, I love the Decepticons, and we'll get to it when we talk about Transformers. But oh, I'm sure there's a cause without noble. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. If you want me to do the Transformers episode by myself, I gladly will. So the the wild card bracket person moves on to the finals to go against 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Who else? But of course, the two OG Scooby Doo series. Uh, of course, the one that started it all, Scooby Doo. Where are you? Uh, and the second ever Scooby-Doo series they made, uh, which was the new Scooby-Doo movies, uh, which would later spawn, as we said, uh, Adam's Family and other uh, various shows. Uh, they, it was kind of like their kicking off point was the second Scooby-Doo series. So the second series will start there because I know Where Are You, Scooby-Doo? We have way more to say about. It's going to have its own dedicated episode at some point. <laughs> But the new Scooby-Doo movies, it was the second Scooby-Doo series to be made by Hanna-Barbera. Um, it acted as a celebrity series to help boost uh, ratings for not only Scooby-Doo, uh, but also other Hanna-Barbera in general. Uh, so this is where you'd have your Blue Falcon, Adam's Family crossovers, uh, the Glo- uh, the Harlem Globetrotters, things like that, uh, were all, or Don Knotts. This is where the, all that stuff happened. Uh, wow. 72 to 74, two seasons, 24 episodes, uh, and that's really all it is. It was just Scooby-Doo, but then you have, like, your Don Knotts appear for an episode. Uh, then they have, like, Go Blue Falcon Dino Mud appear. Then the Adam's Family got their own series because they starred in it. Um, pretty, pretty, pretty straightforward. Uh, it was, uh, you know, just another idea to help boost things. Um, most people remember for the Harlem Globetrotters, let's be honest. Uh, that's where you get like all your, your, even South Park made a spoof of it when they had corn guest appear on the show. It was a direct spoof that Scooby-Doo used to do the Harlem Globetrotters all the time. Um, so anyway, that goes against the OG Scooby-Doo series, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? From 1969 to 1978, motherfucker ran for three seasons, 41 episodes, has had numerous movies that have been made to spin off of this, 
uh, and even got its own live action movies in 2002, 2004. The only good yes. ones. Uh, because then you get 2009, 2018 with Cartoon Network movies that I don't feel were that great. But I do like the first don't two that they tried. Don't forget Scoob. Yeah, and Scoob. Go fuck yourself, Scoob. I refused to watch that movie. The guy who played Shaggy just made me so, so mad from the trailer. I refuse to watch that movie now. What more can we say? It is literally everything you expect from Scooby-Doo. It's the first time we ever got to see him uh, going around solving mysteries. It's always somebody trying to scare people off because there's like gold or oil on the land and they want everyone gone. It, it just taught people that the real bad guys are people ourselves, that there are no monsters or ghosts. It's just people are the bad people. Uh, people are the bad people. And it ran, it ran for a fucking long ass time, man. Like Scooby-Doo, where are you? Is still remembered nowadays. Like, Scooby-Doo is just that popular. Now, of course, once you get towards the 70s, it started to die. Uh, that's where we got, like, Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo show. 13 Ghosts Scooby-Doo. It would They were last-ditch efforts to try to raise Scooby-Doo up. 13 Ghosts, as I've said, uh, the reason it won last time, my personal preference for that one is just that it's more of a mature. Uh, you got Vincent Price, uh, like, a supporting character for that one. That one I don't think did terribly. Vincent uh, uh, so will that go against Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, or Scooby-Doo New Movies is the question, gentlemen. Uh, I will say, uh, Sco- and as I said, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, we'll do a whole episode about it, because there's way too fucking much for me to try to cover over for this bracket. Who are we starting with? Who can wants I, to start it off? Can I, can I go first? Please, please do. Which one do you want to start with? I'm actually both. I'm going to talk, because the thing is... They are the exact same to me. The animation, you know, is a four. The characters are a five. They follow their route is a five. Test of time is a five. So the the problem comes down to is they are equally as good. However, if it comes down to a tie, which it could very well be, just because I don't know how everyone else is going to vote, but because it's a tie in my head, what's new Scooby-Doo gets the point for me. Um, just because it was the original. You mean Scooby Doo? Where are you? Yeah, Scooby Doo. Where are you? Um, yeah, I didn't the- include. Just, just for real quick, I didn't include uh, Scooby Doo. Where are you? Or Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated? Any of those? Uh, solely because to me, they just fall under Scooby Doo. Where are you? They were they were just a, an updated version of what the show originally was that they just kind of expanded on. It, it wasn't something like Scooby-Doo, Scrappy-Doo, where, like, they're trying to do something completely different, or 13 Ghosts. Uh, like, the, the you know, 
what's new Scooby-Doo and what that and whatnot. We're just, where are you Scooby-Doo just with a fresh coat of paint that they were trying to make it come back. And it did. And all of them have succeeded in their own way. So it's not like this show has ever really fucking died ever. Uh, anyway, but uh, you do make a good point there. And what it comes down to is, is Scooby-Doo better by itself or with these guests appearance? And personally, I think if you could sell it, Without the guest appearance, I mean, the Harlem Globetrotters, Batman, Three Stooges. What about are Don Knotts? Who can? No one knows it's Don Knotts. If I go down there and ask Heather who Don Knotts is, the ghost of Don Knotts is a fan of this yeah, show. I, I know. I think she actually would. No, only Don because Knotts. of Chicken Little, Turkey Lurkey. So those are my scores. So I will let you guys take it over, but I just wanted to put my foot out there. <clears throat> I will give you my scores uh, individually for each of them. <clears throat> All right, so like Scooby-Doo, where are you, man? That's, this one's pretty easy. It's pretty straightforward. The original show, uh, I'm going to have to go animation five. Uh, characters of five gets a five across the board. Not really too much competition on that. Scooby-Doo new movies, however, is a whole new monster. We have guest appearances. However, I will say, test of time-wise, it only gets a four. But other than that, they are identical. Michael? Yeah, pretty much the same thing. All five. I would give... Yeah, I would give all fives, and I would actually... I actually would give Scooby-Doo movies the same the same it's fives all the way across i i think it's they're both pretty perfect all right uh, sven it's up to you now yeah this is such a hard one because i want to give both of them all fives and it comes down to personal preference for me and i have to go with the original so all fives for the original. And for test of time, I'm going to go with, with you and I'm going to put it at a four. And that's purely because I'm not a huge fan of crossovers. <laughs> and also, I don't want to risk a tie or anything like that. But in my eyes, they are all fives. Both of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, are arbitrarily knocking one down. I don't think they, you know, compare to uh, the Reluctant Werewolf movie, though. What be the shaggy? The line that movie. I know. If Scooby-Doo were also Mario Kart and Halloween-themed. Holy shit, boys. Uh Uh-huh. Drum roll, please. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Comes out on top with a 78 with the Scooby-Doo new movies coming close with only a 77. Wow. wow. Yeah, it it was close, Uh, which which is a fair point. They they were uh, identical, just the Scooby-Doo new movies, all they did was add the guest appearances. It was just a way to help boost uh, Scooby-Doo overall. 
which worked for them because I mean we see how that's affected it nowadays. Um, so that brings us into the finals. Uh, so Scooby Doo, where are you? We'll move on to face thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo. Uh, I'm pretty sure I already know how that one will end in the end, but never know with how this bracket's been going. Uh, so that brings us to. Um, let's see here. Who do we want to make go against who? I feel like what should go against who and when should go against how. So Adam's family or oh. Smurfs. <laughs> Adam's family. Fuck off. Yep. Adam's family? Yep. That's two. That's fed. How dare you even ask me that question, Adam's, Adam's family. family? Okay, yeah. So Adam's family, uh, they will be that. Gargle uh, can gargle these nuts. <laughs> Magilla Gorilla or Captain Planet? <laughs> I think I know which one's going to win. Congratulations. Gorilla. Magilla Gorilla for sale. It's got a gorilla for sale. Magilla Magilla gorilla gets a point sale. there. Uh, Sven, McGill, or Captain Planet? Gorilla for sale, Miller Gorilla for sale. With your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Okay, Captain Planet. Anthony, Captain Planet, McGill, Gorilla? Captain Planet. Got a gorilla for sale, Miller Gorilla for sale. Got a gorilla for sale. I need a tiebreaker. I need someone with a coin. I'm voting McGill, Gorilla, so this is needs a tiebreaker now. <laughs> No, no. You want a, you want a tiebreaker? You want me to go get my wife? Uh, McGilla Gorilla or uh, Captain Planet? I need I need need somebody. You you want to toss a coin or get my wife? Uh, toss a coin or get your you know I'll leave it up to you. Uh, dealer choice. <laughs> Summon the wife. Heather? Heather, are you available? I have a question. It is Manila Gorilla or Captain Planet? What the fuck is the first one? <laughs> I'm so glad I picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, I need you I to knew she was your... going to pick Vanilla Girl. We can flip a coin. I knew she was going to pick Vanilla Girl. I got a coin. I just want your wife to know I love her so much because she was so loud. I picked that up. I love it's her beautiful so much. audio. Beautiful okay. audio. Uh, I just want to go. I got a 50 cent piece. Okay. Heads and tails. Confirmed. It's fine. Captain Planet can move on. It's fine. I have no, no. I knew she wasn't going to pick Manila Gorilla. Okay. I just wouldn't hear what she was saying. It wasn't a true <laughs> chance. So we're going to do heads, Captain Planet, because Kennedy kind of looks like Captain Planet, and tails, Manila Gorilla, because Manila Gorilla has a little one. Sven. Heads. That's fine. The planet moves on. That's fine. As it should. Okay. 
Rest in power, Manila Guerrero. Uh, so that I leaves uh, Blue Falcon, about. Captain Planet, or Adam's Family. Which one of these moves on with Scooby-Doo? I think Adam's Family does. That's my vote, is Adam's Family. I Blue Falcon and Dynamite aren't that great. I mean, if I wanted to watch a superhero, I would just go watch superheroes. Sure. And it's it, it, well, and same thing with Captain Planet. If I wanted to watch superheroes, I'd go actually watch superheroes. Like that's the the Adam family is the odd one out, and I feel like they probably deserve to move on more so than the other two because right. you don't get you don't get the Captain Planet references and Blue Falcon references like you get the Adams family references. All right, you know, so, if I were to say, if I were to say, hey, hey, that's uh, perfectly fine. Cousin It, you immediately know who Cousin It is. True. Yeah, same with Thing and Lurch and Wednesday. You know them. You know the characters. And you know how horny Gomez is for Morticia. Like, you know them all. I mean, the Adams yeah. Family has a fucking musical about it. So, does does Captain Planet have a musical? Probably not. You fucking should. Uh, so, all right. So, that leaves uh, Sven and Anthony, Captain Planet, Blue Falcon, Dynamut, or Adams Family. Uh, Sven, if you would. Uh, Blue Falcon and Dynamite was fun, but they just don't hold a candle compared to Captain Planet. Right, the so they're just out because I'm not voting for them either. So... <laughs> <laughs> it, it pains my soul, but I'm going to leave Captain Planet behind and go for Adam's family. You have to. Because, yeah, just, just like Mike said, they are everyone knows who they are. You get the references. Captain Planet is is dated. And it's as much dated. as I love it, yeah, it's gotta go. It was my first exposure uh, to this is so fucking dumb, it's funny and I love it. But it's gotta be absolutely Anthony. You know, I thought this was gonna be a hard choice between Adam's family and Captain Planets. I'll be honest. But then Mike started talking, and the more he talked, the more he made sense to me. And at the end of the day, Adam's family, I think, does deserve to move on above everything else throughout this entire bracket, mm -hmm. this singular bracket. All right. Here, here. Uh, so that means uh, overall, uh, our finalists out of today's bracket, uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You?, and Adam's Family. Anyway, if you can get around Jaws, trust me. Uh, so let me put these in here. God damn. Holy shit. Alright, uh, so that means uh, Scooby Doo, where are you? will go against 13 ghosts in the finals. Um, well, one of them has to be a dozen, so. Adam's family uh, will be going against uh, Harvey Birdman, uh, or as as we call him, uh, or Birdman of the Galaxy Trio. Uh, that will be the Adam's families. Uh, so we just have one more finalist to get uh, next Monday. Oh, let's pull up your bracket. <clears throat> so I keep covering over this so everyone knows. Uh so bracket number five next Monday, we will have Tom and Jerry kids going against the Pound Puppies, Flintstone kids going against a pup named Scooby-Doo, the OG Tom and Jerry going against 
Groupy Dog. And Swat Cats goes against C-Lab. I can't wait until Tom and Jerry goes against Scooby-Doo in the finals. I'm so excited. Talk about the C-Lab at the bottom of the sea. Anyway. 2021, let's go! So anyway, uh, that's your finals, uh, which... uh, for re- reclamation of everyone, uh, Flintstones goes against Wacky Races in the finals. Uh, the two, like, older cartoons going against each other there. Uh, now Birdman will have to face off against Adam's family. Uh, 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo will face against Where Are You, Sco- uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Uh, then we have Two Stupid Dogs will go against the winner of Mondays. And we have a special bonus bracket. Because Popeye is also in the finals. He goes against a bonus character, Woody Woodpecker. Because Woody did not fit into the bracket, but he had to come in for the old school tunes. So he will go against Popeye in the finals. You know, Woody can fit anywhere if you just believe enough. Uh, And also, just for clarification, uh, the winner of the Popeye Woody Woodpecker will move on. Uh, then you have the other four that are going to duke it out to who moves on out of all the other shit. But that's been the bracket, guys. That was not fun at all. Um, I didn't love... I didn't enjoy learning about GoBots. Uh, they were awful. Rest in power, Bob Hole. Rest in power, Bob so yeah, guys, that's uh, that's everything we have. Uh, hopefully, you didn't yell at us too much through your phone. I can only imagine. Uh, I see more and more people. Uh, I, I wish I was kidding, guys, but I'm not. That we are getting more people listening uh, as time has gone on. Uh, so thank all of you who are listening. I don't know what you're doing with your life to where you think you have to listen to us, but we thank you. Um, you can hit us up podcastmedia@gmail.com, uh, which again got the giveaway going on uh you can get yourself uh, a free poster from us uh with our custom little fan art that we had made up uh it doesn't cost you anything but all you have to do is send in a fan fiction at oddcastmedia gmail.com that's oddcastmedia at gmail.com be in the description along with uh the the teespring uh which has a whole bunch of shirts and socks and shit that me and anthony designed uh and just kind of put up if you want them no big deal like at most we're like hey you know there are the stickers they're only like two three bucks you can get, you can get a fucking sticker we don't really I'll give a shit with the Lorax? i'm sorry anthony's having a meltdown uh sven thank you again for guest appearing on the show it's always fun having you on so we thank you always happy to be here that's, that's oh my good. god bob holt he was the Hulk. Oh my god. Anthony's having so a revelation Bob. about Bob Holt. Uh, but to all of you, hashtag stay odd, stay happy. Uh, we'll see you later this week and uh, next Monday. Uh, anyone have anything they want to end the show out with? Anyone have any final statement? Yes, just one final statement. One one final statement, Jared. I uh, I'm gonna push for our oddcast cut of Wonder Woman '84, which is a half hour long TV special where we cut all the miscellaneous bullshit out and get right down to basically Gal Gadot's ass, uh, Kristen Wiig hot, and then uh, the final battle, which is two chicks just scratching each other. So I think we got real potential there. I hope he I hope he's spinning in his grave. I, uh, I think we got some great things there. Uh, Don Knotts, yeah. uh, 
Rest in peace, Mr. Knotts. Uh, we didn't mean the offense that was slurred earlier today. Um, you were wonderful. I you were a wonderful man. Uh, Anthony, shut the fuck up. You're going to get us haunted. Uh, yeah, so uh, stay odd. We'll see you guys next week. Um, if anything, don't watch Wonder Woman. Uh, but do, if I may, do play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Because it's been a lot of fun. Bye, guys. Uh, Anthony, GoBots suck. I agree. Dude, Bob Holtz, yeah, he was Bob the Bob great Holtz? He was the Lorax in the original thing. He was the Hulk in the Hulk cartoon show, the old one. One that was in the 80s. Really? Yeah, Bob Holt has power that we do. He was the he was voices of Mogwais and Gremlins. This man has power. So how about all that MCU shit that came out? Um, anyway. Yeah, I'm excited for Deadpool 3. Um, being rated R and in the MCU. Dude, like, Kevin Feige, like, without confirming it, was confirming it. Because, like, they, he couldn't hide from it. Because, like, he knows that these questions are going to be coming out. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, in his own little way, he confirmed that Magneto is Scarlet's father. And that he will be having his Easter egg cameo appearances in WandaVision. That they are going to be delving into Wanda's actual backstory. Something that they haven't fully gone into. Uh, no, they did. Wanda, her, fa- her and her brother, there was no by Mike.